I'm Jamie Dew, and this is A Show of Strength. Hey, it's Jamie. It is Thursday, March 8th, 2018. I've got some Starbucks rolling here, and this is your daily grind. Okay, I've been out of it. Um, admittedly, I have been wrapped up in my own shit. And as such, I haven't really paid much attention to the news. Um, but it's been brought to my attention that over the past uh, couple of weeks, there are a couple of high profile basketball players that have spoken out about depression and then anxiety. And I wanted to just talk about that a little bit today because it's really messed up. DeMar DeRozan is a basketball player with our local team, the Toronto Raptors. And during the all-star weekend, he released a tweet that was sort of vague. And according to uh, sports writer, Doug Smith was really out of character for um, DeMar. And it, it, it essentially was a song lyric, but it was um, the depression was getting the best of him. And apparently there was a rally around that tweet of support for DeMar. And Mr. Smith followed up with... DeMar DeRozan and, you know, got him to sort of talk about the way he felt. And, and, and it, it's always, it's always strange for me to hear, um, celebrities talk about their sicknesses because it just doesn't seem possible. It doesn't seem even probable that that the sickness can be so non-discriminatory and it can just attack anybody. And I guess that makes me part of the problem. And by that I mean, of course it can affect anybody. It's a sickness. It has nothing to do with the fact that DeMar DeRozan makes millions of dollars a year. He flies first class to and from games. He gets to stay in nice hotels. He doesn't have to want for anything. If that were the case, then this sickness would be what a lot of people seem to think it is anyway. And it would just be sort of a poor me kind of thing and that's not what it is it's very real and as such it doesn't give a shit whether you've got five bucks in your pocket or you've got a check for 35 million dollars it just doesn't care I feel terrible that 
I went through that line of thinking when I read this story for the first time earlier today. I scratched my head and I was like, this doesn't make sense. And then it was almost difficult to look in the mirror after that because I don't want to be part of the problem. I want, I want this to be something that can help people. So you have to understand that I'm a little upset with myself right now for a missing this story in the first place and b letting it confuse me. Um, but this is a confusing, confusing illness. Um, it tricks your brain into thinking things that aren't real and into making you feel things that are, I, let me, let me get back on track and, and try and be a bit more positive again. Now, one of my, well, really my, my, my mantra, my, my expression with this podcast is encouraging courage. And about a week after DeMar DeRozan spoke out about his battle with depression, there was a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Kevin Love, who wrote a story in the Players' Tribune about anxiety. I don't know. I haven't done enough research. I haven't done enough reading at this point to know whether or not Kevin Love was encouraged to be courageous by hearing DeMar speak out. But in my head, he was. Because less than a week later, he wrote a story about having a panic attack and not understanding what it was and not knowing what it was and being baffled and being scared and being ashamed. And um, if you get a chance to read either Doug Smith's story about DeMar DeRozan or Kevin Love's story about himself, please check those out. Especially if you are somebody who is on the fence about what this sickness is all about. About not fully understanding that this isn't just about being sad or feeling sorry for yourself or being upset about your place in life or feeling like you've missed out opportunities. You know... This isn't about thinking that you feel like shit. This is about knowing that you are shit. And what that negative self-talk can, can do to you in terms of holding you back and holding you down and keeping you in bed, keeping you from facing anything. It's really hard. Last night, I had a friend reach out and he's been trying to get me to go to the gym with him for a little while. And I've been, you know, making excuses as to why I couldn't go. But I was finally very honest with him yesterday and I was like, listen, I'm extremely anxious about going. I'm very nervous about going. I'm so concerned that everybody there is looking at me, judging me, laughing at me. 
I don't want to go be a part of that. And the patience that John showed um, in getting me to come out was really um, something that I'm grateful for. And uh, I did go out. And there was a period during our workout that I stopped. And I was way in the weeds. And it was interesting the way he dealt with it. He just started to talk to me about something different. And it was distracting. And it was distracting enough that it made me forget about what I was concerned about or shut off that fucking aggravating voice in my head. And I was able to get back to the workout. And I was able to thank him for that at the end. Now, I am sore as fuck today. (laughs) I hurt. But I feel good at the same time. I feel good that I left the house yesterday. I took no naps. I went shopping with my mom. We had a coffee. I went and had a massage. I went to a movie. And then I went to the gym. And all of those things um, formed together to make sort of a Voltron day of good. (laughs) Um, I can't say individually one of those things made the day good, but collectively they made the day really great and uh i'm sort of hanging on to that right now that was good it was a good feeling and it's carried over into today again i don't know if this is the drugs catching up with me now making me feel better or whether this is you know just perseverance i don't know what it is but today is going to be the same i'm not going to nap i'm taking my mom back home and then i've got class tonight i've got a writing class tonight and uh I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Things are maybe, maybe we're turning a bit of a corner here. It would be good. Um, I can tell you as well that, uh, well, I'll save that. Um, I'll save that for now. I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm going to forgive myself for feeling the way I felt this morning about those professional basketball players and thinking even for a second, how could they possibly be going through what I'm going through? Um, they are. I read the stories. Their words are the same. The first line of the, of the, of the DeMar DeRozan story, um, is uh is pretty telling they appear to be invincible professional athletes do with so much money so much fame so many people to help with everything a first class life everything taken care of and then the difficult lonely moments hit maybe in the middle of the night or maybe just out of nowhere and they struggle as many do to handle them the tugs of life overwhelming. DeMarta Rosen, who would seemingly have it all, knows those struggles, those times of depression, anxiety, loneliness, as well as anyone, 
and they are his demons to deal with. Damar, I know that you don't listen to this podcast, but if there's some chance that this gets back to you, those demons are all our demons. And we can defeat them together. And if there's anything that I can do to help you with your demons, the way that you've helped me today come to a realization that I wish I wouldn't have had to come to, but I did, please accept there are demons. Together, we can slay them. Take care. Be safe. A show of strength is a movement where I try to encourage courage. You can find out more by visiting www.ashowofstrength.com. You can subscribe, rate, and review A Show of Strength at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Tweet me at a show of strength or send me an email at a show of strength at iCloud.com.